Now, us men love rivers, but there is one river that we absolutely hate and we uh, fear with such an immense, uh, immense ferocity that it often holds us back. But this is a river we have to cross time and time and time again. We're going to be talking about the River of Misery in episode 125 of The Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, welcome to Relaxed Mail. This is Brian and this is the show that we take the nice guy that is in your life and we just kick him to the curb. We get rid of him. We say, get out of here because we realize that the nice guy is not nice. The nice guy is the guy inside of us that holds us back, keeps us playing small, keeps us playing, staying safe and keeps us from being able to branch out and become this larger than life character that we know is residing in every single one of us. This is the show that helps men start living their life on their terms. And that's exactly what I'm wanting y'all to do. And one of the things that holds us back the most is when it comes to looking and trying to cross the river of misery. And we're going to be talking about that this week. But before I do, I want to welcome all you new listeners. We are growing by leaps and bounds. We are just our show is expanding ever so much and it's it's great thing to hear and i want to be able to say guys if there's anything on the show that you end up liking gets you thinking gets you to think of somebody who you realize is coming up on a river of misery share this episode out with them you can most of our podcast platforms have a share button hit that share button and you can send it as a text you can send it to facebook you can send it through most of the different messaging services there is a way to share a share the link to this particular episode multiple different ways and so just do so and if you if you decide at the end you like the show please subscribe follow whatever it is we are located on the vast majority of the different podcast uh, platforms out there i mean we're we're on besides for apple podcast google podcast we're on you know stitcher iHeartRadio, uh, spotify uh just just about any of them you keep thinking uh deezer yeah we've, we've got you covered we've got even some of the the more obscure some of the more uh some of the ones that are actually allowing for allowing for uh boosts and 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 doing value for value so like if you're on you listen through fountain hey i got you um you can find the relaxed mail there too we are just about everywhere that you, i can think of to be so if you Feel, feel that you're catching a lot of value on this. Subscribe. Let's get the show growing. Share that out. Let's get guys, to, uh, the rest of the men to see, hey, this is what we need. This is how we need to be able to grow ourselves so and become the better men so that we can actually reach, you know, 
reach the guys who desperately, desperately need it. Because it's, I may not know the person, but you and you may not know the person, but the person that you know who knows a person who knows a person definitely knows a person. I should be enough <laughs> people that you know who desperately needs to hear about what the relax smell is about. And so the more you share it out, the more you tell people, the more you you let folks know that, hey, we, there's this show called The Relaxed Mail. There's this group of men who are dead set on helping men become the most incredible men possible. The men that society needs, the, the men that women want. These are the men that I am wanting to help you help you become. And so, but to do that. We're going to talk about today's topic, and it is the river of misery. Now, I've talked about in the past the model, and you have, and the way that the model works is it shows you why you're not succeeding on where you're, on what you're wanting. Because a lot of times we try to measure our success by, you know, we're going to get to this point by this uh, by this date, and that's a goal. And whether you reach that goal or not, that can be deemed as a success or not. But the way you really tell how well you're doing in life is by your results. Are you trying? Are you getting a lot of failures mixed in with a lot of the wins? You should honestly have more failures than you have wins when you're trying to do stuff. And whether that is trying to change your life and your relationship with your wife you're going to do stuff. You're going to say things that fall back on your old ways. And, you know, yeah, you're going to screw it up. And congratulations. That's, you know, that's life. But to may, be able to make those changes, you have to be able to understand what your thoughts are. And if you don't like a thought, you come across a thought that is not serving you, not helping you in any way, then how do you change that? Because a lot of times, our, especially with our when we are on an unintentional model and there's the, the unintentional model, then there's the intentional model. If a lot of times, a lot of men who are not satisfied with how life is treating them and are, and, are, and believing that life is not, is not giving them what they need. They, they are running on an intentional, unintentional model. While if all of a sudden they start actually trying to live life intentionally and on their terms, there's a big gap between that. It is the same as people who are trying to lose weight. Some the same as somebody who is trying to see themselves as a millionaire. There are there is a big gap between being a broke ass person and a person who has a million dollars sitting in the bank. You cannot just instantly go off and start going. Oh, I'm, I've got a million dollars in the bank. Well, no, actually, you don't. And your mind is going to show you every reason as to why you don't, because you don't truly believe the thought. And that is actually the key to making sure that you start living an intentional life. You have to have the thought you thoroughly and effectively and Deep down at the bottom of your core, believe. It, these thoughts are the beliefs. What is a belief? It is a thought we perceive to be true. We need to know that this particular thought that we're changing ourselves to is true. And if you are somebody who is used to looking at yourself and you look in the mirror and you're going, God, I, hate, I look like absolute crap. Are you actually saying that with a place of love? Because you're going to lose a lot more weight and a lot the weight a lot faster if you are willing to show yourself love. But you, a lot of us don't. 
you're going to be able to make a million dollars and have a million dollars in the bank if you thoroughly believe the thought that you're going to be that you are a millionaire. But sadly, most of us don't. We go, well, I'm I'm making almost fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm pretty. I'm I'm doing okay. And we'll believe. We'll tell ourselves these little thoughts. We'll work these little thoughts in, and we hold on to them. And I mean, when I when I say we hold on to them, we hold on to them. We are not about to let these go. These th- these beliefs almost are more important to us than our religious beliefs, because when it comes to what who we are and what we think we are, and all of a sudden somebody comes along, knocks on the door, and goes, "Dude, you can change who you are. You do know that." It rattles the brain. You get that cognitive dissonance, that rattling, that two opposing thoughts that are occupy the same mind. That is such an uncomfortable feeling, and it causes that confusion and spinning in your head. And you can't have those two. One's going to win out. Either the new thought that comes in and it's the the truth really rings through it, or it's going to be the old thought, which has got its really deep roots. So, like, if you have been raised up and being broke, being poor your whole life, you're not going to really believe that, hey, I can, I'm going to be a millionaire in, in 10 years. Most people go, yeah, no, it would be nice. Yeah. If you just think that it's going to be, well, obviously, no, it's not just if you think it'll come. That is not exactly how the laws of attractions work. You can't just go, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. Open your eyes and all of a sudden you've got a million dollars sitting in your house. It doesn't quite happen like that. It's, I'm, I am a millionaire. And you do the steps, you take the steps to get the results. You have the thought that creates the emotion, that creates the action, and your actions have your results. Do your results equal to the fact that you are growing? No? Okay, then you need to change your thought, you need to change a tactic, you need to change something so that you can become the person so that you're that makes a million dollars. But to be able to get to that point, we have to cross this large gap, this river of misery. And this is why so many people fail. They say, I'm going to be, I'm going to lose, you know, a hundred pounds by next year. Well, it is possible. It is possible. There's a lot of people who have ditched a hundred pounds in a year, but how are you going to get yourself to the point where you are, have the mindset and you have the thoughts that you are the person who loses a hundred pounds in a year? Well, a lot of people think they could just jump across. Well, the river of misery is very, very wide. There's no way you're just going to jump across. But others, they have to do little steps because you're going to try. You're going to go through there and you're going to make it a quarter of the way across. You know, you're going to get a quarter of the way across that river of misery and you're going to trip over a rock that's in the water. Splash back in the water. You go, you come up, you can't swim back over to the shore. You're on the same side of the shore. You try it again, splash, you know, you strip over a log, you get, you know, the current sweeps you under. There's a lot of things that happen that all of a sudden you wind up, wind up finding yourself back on the same side of the shore. Now, what that, what I'm, what that's referring to is the fact that you're going to try something and you're going to fail. You're going to try something and you're going to find that you have reverted back to the old memory. Maybe you have the thought of, I am a fat man. I am a fat, ugly man. And is that really true? I cannot stand the way my body looks. 
Is that really true for you? Probably so. Yeah, you're looking at it going, dude, I am one fat, ugly slob. No chick is ever going to want to ha- have me as her as her husband with me being in this shape. If you're single, if you're uh, if you're married, you're probably looking at the mirror going, well, no wonder I'm not having enough sex. Good grief. Would you want to have sex with this blob? I mean, come on, there's guts hanging over. I mean, I've got so much fat around my pelvic area. My, my, my penis has shrunk up three inches. No wonder we ain't having sex. I've let myself go. I'm just this ugly, miserable being now. That's my lot. I'm not going to be able to change. I'm just horrible. And these thoughts reminisce and 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 ruminate and come up come up over and over and over again. And eventually, you're going to tell yourself those lies enough to where you're like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm just a fat, ugly slob with a little bitty pecker. And to change that isn't just simply going, well, I love my body. I love the way I look. I think I have the most amazing body known to man, and I'm going to start taking care of it. Well, that's nice to say, but are you going to really be able to do it? No, because you're going to fall back. You're going to go, oh, well, you know, oh, oh who who am I kidding? I, I, I'm fat. I'm going to enjoy my, my Fuddruckers hamburger. One pound burger. I'm just going to have it. I'm going to eat yourself into misery. And then you get fat and uh, you get, you know, bloated and you're stuffed to the gills and you're even more miserable because you're miserable. But you can actually make your way across. You don't have to try to swim across. You don't have to fight those currents. A lot of people do. They do get to the other side. They fight those current until they, uh, until they prove to themselves, damn it. I am a good looking guy and they get fight it and swim and struggle. And, and it's a lot of misery that goes on in their life till they're on the other side. But once they make it to the other side, they're like, ah, whoo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I do have a good body. I'm going to start losing this weight. But there are easier ways that you can do that. There are actually what we have in the school, uh, in the life coach school called bridge thoughts. And this is breaking it down to, yeah, you may, right now, you may think you have a, you're just an ugly, fat, overweight slob of a man, but you could have bridge thoughts. And these bridge thoughts are, well, let's break it down. What do you like about your body? Now, there's nothing I really like. I mean, I, I like my hands. They're good, strong hands. Okay. You've got good-looking hands. You've got strong hands. You might work that. Oh, I like my shoulders. I, the shoulders are really okay. Well, you've got strong arms. Well, not strong. My arms aren't that strong, but I got good hands. I got good shoulders. All right. There are parts of you that you like. You might also be able to change it to instead of a, I am a fat man. I am a man with feet, a man with fat on his body, if I could say that right. Change how you look at it. Change how you start thinking it and be okay with those thoughts. Do those thoughts fit and do you accept them as being absolutely true? If so, great. Then you run with those thoughts for, you know, a, a week, a month, however long it takes before you know that it is really settled in. And you start looking, well, you know what? My butt's wide, but it's got a good shape. All right. All right. Well, you know, then we, we add that to our list. I've got strong hands, strong shoulders, and a great shape in the butt. I've got, I got strong hands. I got good shoulders and I've got a very nice broad chest. I don't like my gut still, but I like my chest. You know, we work until we get to the point to where we can go. You know what? 
My body's not in the perfect shape that it is, but that's okay. I like who I am. I like this body. This body is okay. Now, a lot of you guys are probably going, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're doing the whole fat acceptance thing? No, no, I actually, I'm not. I'm the farthest thing from a fat acceptance because when you're fat, you are, you are in poor health. If you're fat, you cannot protect your family. You are going to get winded the first time you have to try to go after a bad guy who tried to break into your house. You're going to get winded. They're going to run the chance of having a heart stroke or a heart attack. Uh, you run risk of having uh, deep vein thrombosis and throwing a clot going up to your lungs and having a pulmonary embolism. There's a lot that goes on because if you're fat. So no, being fat is not a good thing. You're not loving your family when you're fat. You have to love yourself and love who you are first before you can love your family. So whole put your mask on before you put on your, the person next to you. It is the whole second greatest commandment in the Bible. First being love your God with all, with all your heart. The second being love your neighbor as you love yourself. And a lot of people think, well, okay, you're supposed to treat your neighbor nice. No, that's not what it means. It means love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love yourself first. Love yourself tremendously. Love yourself completely. Accept who you are. And that's the problem a lot of us men have. We don't want to accept ourselves who we are, as who we are. Doesn't mean you're settling for mediocrity. God, no, I, I don't want you to be mediocre. No one wants to be mediocre, but yet comfort lets you set and become the, the king of mediocrity. Don't want that. I don't want you to be mediocre. I want you to be extraordinary. For you to be extraordinary, you have to be able to love yourself completely. Be able to love yourself completely allows you, gives you the reason as to why you want to get yourself in shape. Because if you got yourself in shape, guess what? You're going to be willing to get out of bed at, say, 6 o'clock in the morning. Get up an hour early so that you can get to the gym, put some uh, put some weights on a bar, get them pushed, run, uh, do a little treadmill work, and get out to work before or head off to work before anybody else gets up. If you love yourself enough, you're willing to do that. You're willing to take up a little bit of that extra sleep time so that you can get yourself in shape. So you look smoking hot for your wife. So you look all, you know, buff and, and ready to go. And your wife just, you know, looks like uh, Agent Carter, you know, when she first sees uh, Captain America in, in the first Avenger, where she's, you know, she's wanting to, she reaches out and wants to touch his pectoral. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, got to mind myself, you know, and, you, know whew, you know, you want your, wo your woman in your life to be that, you know, she wants to, you want her to. She's, she's having to fight herself from wanting to touch you. And you can when you love yourself enough to do what needs to be done. I know I love myself enough that I am going to start cutting out carbs. I know I'm going to love my, you can get that way, but it all takes, you can't, you can either swim across the river of misery or you could take those bridge thoughts. I've got good hands. I've got a strong shoulder. I've got a broad chest. I've got strong legs and I like my feet and, you know, and, when you start to be able to work those in and you go, you know what? I think that's not the best, but it's, it's, it's there. It's me. It's, it's who I am. I, I at least I can play the drums. I have fun with it. You know, we can, you can, 
work it into where you accept your body. And when you look in the mirror, you're like, okay, yeah, all right, let's, let's go for this. This is, this is good. And you can look at your body without going, Oh God, I hate the way that looks. God, Oh man, look at my stomach. Just how it hangs over. Look how tight my stomach's skin is. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. I'm, no, I'm just, this is, this is not good. No one's going to like, you know, the moment you start criticizing your body, you're falling out of love of, with your body. Look at it with love. Look at it with this line of thinking that you're okay so that you are willing to do the hard work. And to do that, you're going to be able to get across. Now, why are the, why is the river misery so tough? Well, I kind of mentioned before, but there are several items. First is the habits. We have a habit of letting ourselves just run on an unintentional model. Those unintentional models keep us small. Because we just let our brain go, we have our emotion, and we react with that emotion. And so we have the we have an action because of that emotion, which generates a result that we really honestly don't care to have. May get lucky sometime, but most of the time we don't get lucky. When we are when it we start thinking and doing intentional thoughts, we're using up a lot more energy. Our mind hates to use extra energy because it's it's gotta protect us. It is the keep us alive machine. As long as we don't burn up too much energy, we won't lose. We will be able to keep ourselves alive for a little bit longer. We got to keep ourselves on low energy mode because we never know when we might be able to, might be able to eat again. Okay. We know it's going to be at six o'clock tonight. That's three hours from now, but still, you don't know. We might not be able to. And gosh, no, knows what happens if we don't get to eat by six o'clock. We might shrivel up and we're going to die. You know, we're going to have those thoughts. And so our brain, our amygdala will, cause these little little storms in our head and that gets our our prefrontal cortex going and goes yeah okay uh, uh uh let's see what do we do what do we do okay uh habit center you take it and habit center's like all right yep, yep i figured you were gonna tell me you'd take it so i've already got it in control and, and you know the, the habit center will run with it because it is the low energy mode another reason why river misery is so tough is because of our social pressures if all of a sudden you're getting yourself in shape and you're changing yourself up, you're showing your your reflection of the improvements you're doing are shining upon your old friends. And they're going to, whether they, you think it's good or not, nice or not, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen that they're going to judge you for, you know, for changing. You're trying to leave us behind. You think you're better than us. Well, no, you think I'm better than you. And I'm not, I'm saying I'm the same guy. I just happened to get up at, at six o'clock in the morning, and go work out. I just happened to spend an extra three hours after work, working on my business to make it, to uh, make some extra money. And I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor. It takes the work. It takes dedication. You take all this stuff that you're really passionate about and your friends aren't passionate about. And so they see that you're doing stuff. You're taking the steps needed to uh, have massive actions. You're getting racking up all those fails and all those wins, and you're becoming better at it at, while your friends are sitting back at the house going, well, dude, why is, why is he getting all the, all the accolades? What makes him so special? Well, what makes him so special is the fact that he's actually working his butt off. So the social pressures, they'll get to start to start sharing their thoughts with you. There's going to be, dude, you're not who you're not the same guy you were before. You, I think you've changed, man. You're, you're not, you must be, must be, uh, nice to be able to make that kind of money. Well, yeah, dude, it is nice. 
You know how many five-hour nights I, I had to sleep? I had four-hour nights. You know how many times I stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning working on, on projects to get them rolling so that I could start making this money that you think is nice? While you were sitting there on the couch getting drunk and smoking weed and playing video games. Dude. Yeah, I did. The reason why I didn't come by is because I've been busy working. You do your nine, five. After five, you go, you grab some, a 12 pack of beer, and then you proceed to drink all of it. Why are you not as successful? Because you're not willing to take the effort. But we will often bend to those social pressures. We'll bend to our our mom who doesn't understand what we're trying to do. And she'll say, well, you know, you might want to take this slower because, you know, are you sure you really want to leave your day to, daily, your, your day job, that nine to five, that's a steady paycheck. You don't want to lose that steady paycheck, do you? And those thoughts like that are powerful. They will make you stay and hold you to, uh, hold you chained to that wall. Except if you actually take the time to step back and look, you'll notice that that is a really poor argument as to what's, what you need to do. Oh, well, you know, we, uh, you don't want to lose that nine to five job. You'll lose that steady paycheck. Well, guess what? You've got one boss that all you have to is all you have to do to get uh, to piss off and you're out of a job. All you have is one guy who suddenly goes, you know what? We can't do this anymore. I am shutting the building down. Boom. Y'all are all out of a job. There's no guarantee. You've got that steady paycheck. I've got a couple of friends who are in the union. And they'll tell you the union's not going to protect your butt. If you get yourself hurt, something happens. Well, guess what? Yeah. You're out of a job, dude. Yeah. No, the union I've tried. I've, I've always been on a, on a campaign against unions. I don't believe unions are a benefit to anybody these days. I have not seen a reason to now more, maybe in the more developing countries, there might need to be, uh, might be employees who need to group together and fight for change in a, in a company. But most of the companies here in the U S no, there's no need to have a truckers union. There's no need to have a plumbers union. There's no need to have a disc jockey union or any of the other unions, you know, the absurd number types of unions, SEIU type of stuff that is out there these days. Now that sounds like I'm getting political, but no, those people there will hold you in their place because you have these wrong social pressures going on to make sure you stay small. And the last thing that actually will keep you, uh, keep, uh, keep you from fully crossing the river of misery are your own thoughts. Those thoughts you have about yourself, what I was talking about earlier, those thoughts that you have about yourself, that what your, things are going to look like when you get, uh, get ahead. Those things, those thoughts right there will hold you back. They will keep you playing small, keep you in the box, keep you sitting on the couch with the video game controller in hand and being comfortable. I don't want that for you. I hope you don't want that. That river misery is a scary river to cross, but by gosh, once you cross it, it is enlivening. I believe that's the word. You feel accomplished, a lot more accomplished. Now, is that the only river of misery you're going to cross? No. But as you keep trying to cross, you're going to realize that that river of misery gets a little skinnier and a little skinnier and a little skinnier. But as anything, that skinnier, you're still having the same amount of water running through there. It's just going through a smaller, 
uh, smaller channel. So they're current for those other, for those other river miseries that you come across are going to be a little more swifter, a little bit stronger. They're going to be tougher beliefs that you're going to have to crack overcome and, and change, but you can do that. If you want help doing that, I can help you with that. I have a uh, coaching program that I can help you with. We can get those, get the plan set up, get you setting up on goals. We can help to change the thought patterns. Have you understand why that nice guy is the, is the bad guy in your story? He is the emperor. He's the, he's that wrinkled up dude in the hood. Yeah. And he's going that, that, Nice guy, you realize, though he sounds really nice and he sounds really sweet, but you'll find out he's really kind of a son of a gun. And you don't want him in your life. And you want to kick him out of your life. And you want to get rid of him and not deal with him anymore. But to be able to do that takes work. And a lot of times you can do it on your own, but you can also get it done a lot faster when you have a coach looking over you and going, well, this is, you see where you're failing right there? You're running yourself off of a thought. That thought right there is what's holding you back. Try to, what's a different way we can look at that thought? We can do that. We can start working on more intentional models, work on goals. You want to lose weight? Hey, you know what? There are ways to lose weight and there's ways to be able to do so with love in your heart so that you are excited about ditching that weight. And if you lose the weight, okay, well, you know what? I'm, I'm all right being, you know, gaining an extra two pounds this run. That's, that's fine. My body needed an extra two pounds for whatever reason. And so we're going to, we're going to ditch it when it's ready. And you're going to continue doing what, holding yourself to your, whatever your protocol is. A coach can do that. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching and be able to set up a time where we have some, uh, have some one on one talking. We get to know each other. We get to see what, what it is you're wanting to accomplish and we kind of feel each other out and see, are you a, really a good fit for my coaching program? Or is there some place that you might need to work on? first before i help start coaching you because that's what happens with a lot of guys is sadly it's like oh yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm ready i'm ready and you go and you talk to them and it's like well would you be willing to give up this i'm not giving up that no i'm not about well then I'm, we're not gonna help. it's not gonna work until you ready are re- ready and willing to make a particular sacrifice and it's not really a sacrifice. It looks like a sacrifice to you. It is getting rid of that thought that is really causing the problems that's where you start to succeed is when you ditch those those retaining thoughts if you are are not interested in in doing uh, one-on-one coaching i do have uh, some groups that i would love to have you in there are a group of men who would just love to have some new guys show up and help them to to really start to grow and to be able to pour their masculinity uh, into the new guy, get rid of that new guy because the new guy just absolutely hates masculine men. They've been raised around women so much that they think that that's the only way that they can really get the attention of a woman is by hanging around them all the time. No, you get the attention of the woman by being a masculine man. You be a masculine man by hanging around a bunch of masculine guys. And that's where the Brotherhood of Men comes into play. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood 
and be able to get that. Links to these those two pages are in the uh, in the show notes, and they'll be down at the bottom. So, guys, with that, I want to thank you very much for listening and taking the time to uh, to hear what we have to say. If there's anything, if you liked what you heard and you've not subscribed before, go ahead, subscribe or follow to the uh, the show. You'll get a you know, the new episodes every Thursday downloaded to your phone or or iPad or which or whatever device you listen on automatically. And don't forget to share out the episode share it with your friends on facebook and twitter and you know parlor truth social wherever it is that you have a uh have an account share it out let people know hey there's this place called relax mail i you can pretty much find me on just about any of those sites too or something some form of either relaxed mail or the relaxed mail but either way just look for the uh the logo and or or my ugly mug so guys with that y'all take care thank you very much for listening love you a lot bye